Hey, Nikki. Hey, Abby. And hello to all of you. And welcome back for another episode of the Oak Girl Podcast. Welcome. So as always, we need to discuss Game of Thrones. <laughs> this, I mean, we're kind of like two two episodes behind now because I didn't talk about it on this last solo podcast. <laughs> so we haven't talked about it since the time jump. Yeah. That we all knew it was coming. Okay. So if you are continuing to listen to this, just know there's spoilers. Just go fucking watch the show, guys. Just watch it. 10 out of 10 recommend. I think it's so good and I'm so obsessed with it. So, I mean, Abby, what do you think about this time jump? We were kind of talking about it off the pod a little bit, but I think you kind of feel the same way I do. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. So recap of like what we were talking about sidebar off the podcast is it's just a little bit confusing because we're like introduced to so many characters and so many plot lines. I like it in theory, but in action, it's just a little bit hard to follow and kind of confusing, not to mention like Rhaenyra, for example. I love her character as a child. I loved her energy. I don't know. I just grew to really like her. And then they got rid of her because obviously there's a time jump. We can't just like have her, you know, in the future. And I'm not as connected to this older character of hers. Yeah, that's one thing that I really don't like is I felt like younger Rhaenyra was so spunky. She had so much ambition. Yes. So much fight in her. And then we have older Rhaenyra who seems like her spirit has been taken, which I can only imagine that like decades of dealing with Allison's bullshit. Well, it was 10 years. Yeah, it was a 10 year. Okay. So a decade. And... I don't know about you, but let me, let me ask you. I feel like little Rhaenyra and the uncle Damon had so much sexual tension. It was so hot and spicy and we were really rooting for them. I just, I don't feel that spice. Okay. I'm really glad we're talking about this because as we were watching the episode, I literally looked at Sam and I was like, this is disgusting. And I will <laughs> tell you why. Because it's like Lannister love. I'm like, why are they making love right now? I wanted them to fuck. Yes. Like hardcore. They've had like 20 years of this built up tension. Like, Okay. So explain this to me, Game of Thrones producer. I want to know like what made you take the fuck out of their fucking, like, why are we doing this? Because that's not, it. it, it is now gross. Like the, the incest between them is no longer a fetish it's not what you want on Pornhub I wanted it to happen <laughs> really that sounds so gross I did but it just first of all it was so dark you could barely see anything I did like turn my lights off in my apartment because I could barely see the screen <laughs> I'm like come on they couldn't have shot it a little bit yeah. differently and then like I don't know I honestly felt like their kiss like during like the wedding was more spicy than the actual sex. I know. I think it was, I, honestly, I don't even know what it was. I, maybe it was because she was married. I, I, and he's grieving, I guess, his wife. But I still am a little concerned, like, Damon has changed a lot, too. So, like, the 10-year-ago Damon was, like, super angsty, had a lot of hatred, a lot of, like, Clearly, he was looking for power. He was seeking yeah. his power. And now, 
who the fuck is this Damon? He's that chill. We have? He's calm, cool, collected. He's just kind of lurking. And like, he seemed like a good dad in like the first episode after the time jump with, no. with his kids. And now he just like, so explain to me why he's by Rhaenyra's side with their boys when all of the shit is going down. When his daughters are the one that like, that little fucking boy beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Damon that I thought I knew would have been like fiery. And like, Alicent, though, really fucking popped off. I hate her so much. But r- before we move on to her, I just want to also say with Damon, like, we all used to love bad boys. I still occasionally do. Okay. But you don't ever marry the bad boy. This is so unrealistic. Like, I'm like, Damon is giving us all of these, like, unrealistic hopes and dreams that we're going to marry our uncles. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) You know what I mean? That we're going to marry the bad boy. But, um, and then also I was, like, watching this thing and it was, like, talking about, like, the female gaze and men take notes. Like the tension and the spice between them and the chemistry. It's just, this is what we want. We want to feel wanted and desired. And so that's all I have to say about Damon. Now we can talk about the queen. <laughs> yeah. So Lady Allison, one, I know I've seen this actress in something else. I can't remember what it is. Bates Motel. Bates Motel. Yeah. Was she also, what, what was she in Bates Motel? The friend. The friend. She had like um she had to have like an oxygen tank. She had that one disease. Oh, okay. I've seen her in a couple other things then. Yeah. She's aged very a lot since then. It seems I think she was a kid when she did that. Yeah. She was good in that though. And I think she's young she's a younger actress that they're making look older. Mm, yeah, maybe. Um, but I mean she still doesn't look that old and she's no. great. But when she like fucking popped off because her stupid kids are talking about the legitimacy like I wanted to scream because it was just like a fucking merry-go-round that whole thing where the king is like listen bro if we're gonna like say who fucked up the most obviously it's the prince because he or I don't even know if he's a prince though but it's the prince because he said that the that Rhaenyra so the prince's kids I don't know what their titles are fucking at this point but we're bastards. So he fucked up. Yeah, I mean, we all know that they're bastards. But do you know how many royal heirs were probably bastards? So oh, fucking all of many. them. Yeah. <laughs> so who the fuck cares? Like, either way, you just don't fucking talk about it's it. It's just because she's being slut shamed because she's a woman. Yeah. And what it, we still don't even know, like, what is that fucking tiff about between them? Like, we need a, a more, like, plain insight as to what happened and I don't want to wait seven fucking seasons do you think we will find out yeah I think we'll I mean it's inevitable because they were fucking best friends I still think that they're lesbian they were lesbians or something because I don't know if you noticed this and this was pointed out to me by a fellow oak girl Brandy all of the artwork in in the queen's bedroom are orgies what? I went back and I watched it after she pointed that out in her bedroom. If you go to an episode where they're in her bedroom, which there's a couple, the, it's orgies all over the wall. As an adult? Mm-hmm. And as a kid. So like the episode oh my where God, the king. I did not know. <laughs> yeah. So the episode where the king summons her and they have sex. Yeah. Um, 
that's like the first episode where you see her bedroom orgies everywhere what the fuck i know what a little freak so like i know that and then i still like i saw how she looked at rhaenyra in the first episode that was like another hint and then how she hated having sex with the king like all of these things are leading up to what and then she cried when she found out that you know um rhaenyra wasn't a virgin anymore and now she's got this weird fucking hold on christian like I want yeah, to know like what's going on. Yeah, they're like both scorned lovers of Rhaenyra almost. Do you, I guess when you have, what is it? Like a friend of your enemy. No, an enemy. No, an enemy to your enemy is your friend, right? A, you a, And yeah, an enemy to your enemy is your friend or your ally. So maybe she's like, oh, well, Rhaenyra broke your heart. She broke mine too. So we're an alliance. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I really do hope we find out. Also, too, what's Rhaenyra thinking? She just had her friend killed, her husband. Like, I understand that's the only way she could marry Damon, right? Yeah. But she was a thirsty bitch. <laughs> yeah. But he obviously wasn't really killed. We know that now. He's yeah. alive. But that made is, me really happy. Is he part of it, though, you think? Or do you think he knew they were going to have him killed? That's my question. Um, Probably. Yeah, uh, like that they faked the death. Yeah, do you think they faked it, or do you think? Oh, I'm sure. He, no, oh, so I'm you sure. Think he's involved. I would say he probably knew it and just didn't care. He just he he didn't give a fuck about those kids. No, he knows that they aren't his. Like, yeah, but he did that weird thing at the end where he's like, "I'm not gonna have sex with men anymore, and I'm gonna be a dad, and I'm gonna do all the things." And then she fucked Damon, and it's like all that went out the window, which. I understand for a political move, this was the way to go. But killing your best friend is never the way to go. I think Rhaenyra just really wanted to have sex with Damon all the time. That's the vibe I got. She just wanted to have sex with him all the time. And honestly, too, though, with the dad gone, the the questioning of the legitimacy of the children, it's going to end. Right. But also, like... I get the vibe that she actually like really cares about him. Like she was really upset that he just cut like, like that he abandoned her. And so I think like she genuinely wanted to like be married to someone that she cares about and just sexually like wants to be with too. And she said that she wanted to have his kids. Like she didn't have babies just to fucking have babies. It sounds right. like these, this is before contraception. I'm assuming I don't know if they have any like Renaissancean condoms that are what what did they used to use? Sheep intestines? Well, maybe they didn't know that like cum is what gets you pregnant. So maybe they don't know about like the pullout option. Yeah, I wonder. That is a good question. <laughs> but either way, like, I don't know. She said she wanted to have his babies. She didn't want this for her kids. Now she's just playing the game, you know, trying to protect her you know, throne, which I hope, like, I hope this does not well end well for Lady Alicent. Like she, to me right now is Cersei Lannister. Fucking hate her. Yeah. She, she's going to be gone soon. I have a feeling. So Abby, if you, if your peers had to describe you by one word, what would it be and why? Okay. So by peers, do you mean my Friends, family, 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 close friends with one word. Yeah. So like 
something that you have like maybe been told throughout the throughout your lifetime over and over again that now you kind of just know as a personality trait so like right. or like something about you that is a trait that people can describe you by um i the first thing that comes to my mind is dependable dependable and why um just because whenever someone really needs something I think that they know that they can come to me and I will help them with whatever it is if it's just talking or you know actually doing something for them or just finding a solution Mm -hmm. I also feel like people at work would say that as well see that is like out of all the things to be described as that is perfect I mean I can't think of anything else. But at the same time, you also get burdened a lot being yeah. so dependable. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, it's a blessing and a curse. The reason I bring it up is because <clears throat> I just, you know, my entire life, I've always been called one thing. And it's been like, it's now to the point where when I hear it, I get annoyed. So, you know, it started off when I was little. I'm, I'm a really loud person. I'm just loud. I'm so loud. Mm-hmm. What makes me loud? I don't know. I would love for someone to explain to me what makes us the volume that we are. Because when I hear myself talk, I mean, like, Abby, we're sitting here in your apartment and I know your neighbor. If your neighbor is home, they can probably hear me sometimes. I don't think they can. You don't think so? I can't ever hear them. Either of them. I think these walls are really thick. Oh, good for th- that's good. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, I don't but, hear TVs or anything or but, music. I mean, it's just like so my entire life I've always been told you need to be quiet because you're so loud. You need to be quiet. You need to be quiet. You need to be quiet. And like I don't know if if this is if other people have this problem, but whenever every job I've ever been at, whenever I answer the phone, they're always like you need to bring your voice down because you know you're on the phone and you don't know how loud you are. So I am being so loud. But, like, why am I the way that I am? And now it's to the point when people tell me that I'm loud, it's, like, hurtful. Mm-hmm. You know, because mine it's always used in a negative demeanor right. when it comes to me. Um, but, like, people tell me I'm loud thinking that I can control it. But how does one control their volume? I don't know. Because I think I'm just more quiet. And I like, even like to be quiet. It's kind of funny because, like, when we're sitting here talking, I don't feel like there's sometimes where you you're definitely like just projecting your voice louder than me just because of your tone. Like our tones are just different. But like I don't hear it as like you're insanely louder than me. But we have your volume at half of what mine is. That's what I'm. Yeah. And so it's very confusing to me all the time. Yeah, that's what because you because you don't know it until you notice, right? You know, because it's not something that like, and also too, you're used to me. But how the fuck do I turn my voice down? I think it would just be something that you have to actively like think about. And so, like, constantly, I'm just always talking like this, and then people can't hear me. And it's like I don't understand because I can't hear myself really. I think it's when you get more like animated, which is like part of your personality. Yeah. That's when you A are being more of your genuine self because you're not thinking about your volume. So you're just being you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you get louder. I know someone that gets really loud 
because I feel like they want the attention on them. And I think it was because like that's more of like a a younger sibling situation. Like they're like one of the last siblings. Yeah. So when this person is speaking and we're not giving them their undivided attention, like I hear them getting really loud. And so sometimes like, whoa, 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 I'm right here. (laughs) But I wouldn't say that that's like. Well, it could be me because I was the middle child for seven years and then I became the second oldest. But you're just, I mean, I, I hope you like aren't going to take this wrong, but you're just like loud in general. Like, it's, yeah, that's what it's I'm not saying. like you're like most of the time normal volume. And then when you're trying to get attention, at least yeah. I don't, that's like not no, my absolutely. interpretation. That's my whole thing is like, I don't even know when I'm loud, but everyone in my family is like that. Like not everyone. Not everyone, but my dad is really loud and my mom is really loud. That's probably just where you get it from. Okay, so there was this like question going around TikTok, and I want to ask you what your opinion is. Ooh. Would you okay, so you're being Eiffel Towered by Jesus and Satan. Okay. Who would you want in the front and who would you want in the back? I don't know what say like what kind of is Satan just your classic like red devil? Yeah. Jesus in the front, Satan in the back. Why? Have you ever seen the movie um is it Insidious where they have like a red devil as like the the bad creature? I don't know. I just can't imagine Jesus is kind of hot. Like I mean we don't really know what he looks like. Wait, which one did you pick? Where Jesus is in the front. Okay. Devils in the back mm-hmm. because, you know, Jesus is kind of hot. I dig the long hair. I like dirty boys. <laughs> you know, he's a tan guy. Let's do it. He's tall, dark, and handsome. I'm down. But I'm like thinking, like, who is big dick energy? Like, you want them in the back. They both kind of I have mean, big who dick has energy. the big dick energy <laughs> is the one who's like, ha <laughs> ha you're gonna be with me in fiery blades forever but also jesus is like i am the best and i am i don't... the creator of this world and everyone and have all power yeah that's why i would want him in the front so that way i could look at him i don't want to like as a catholic woman i don't want to watch my sins be like <laughs> summoned by satan i just want to feel it you know but it also jesus wants to like please like He's more about pleasure. So don't you think he would be better in the back anyways? While I get fucked like like aimless, aim, aimlessly by this <laughs> by sa- Satan? Gosh, I don't know why I couldn't just spit that out. That's how wrong this is. <laughs> but you're more in control if he's in the front. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is like, okay, so I don't want to put dirty dicks in my mouth. And I just feel like Jesus would have a more cleaner dick than what Satan would. So, like, I want a Jesus dick. Not to mention, like, if I have to look at the man, it's easier for me to get pleasure by an ugly man if I don't have to see him. So, like, that's my thought process. So, if I can pretend, like, someone hot, like, Jesus is fucking me in the back. Because we don't know what Satan looks like. I mean, now, if he's, like, the Satan from that one show that was on, like, the CW or whatever... (laughs) Now, he can fuck me, (laughs) but, like, I will take him in the front, but, like, I still feel like I would be extremely sexually attracted to Jesus, and I like that he has a kind heart for Mary Magdalene. I'm complete opposite. I want Jesus in the back. (laughs) 
Really? So you just want like Satan, like the red devil, like the purge mask guy, yeah. just fucking you? Let, or like, let me get it. Did you ever watch like Powerpuff Girls? Him? Mm. You never watched Powerpuff Girls? I, I, I did, but I feel like I was kind of, which were almost the same age, but I felt like I was a little bit old for it. Oh, really? Well, I, I, I guess that's I what probably t- have. I don't know what you're talking about, though. I think that the Powerpuff Girls came out in like 96. So like I was three, oh. but I don't think I started watching it until like 98, 99, hmm. but I don't know. I th- but also you have an older sister, so you were probably interested in what your older sister was. I was like in. watching like Buffy the Vampire Slayer by like five. <laughs> <laughs> that is one that like even Ashley loved. I want to watch it, but I just don't. Yeah. Is it on anything right now? I think Netflix. Netflix. I watched a few episodes. I just didn't. You have to start it from the beginning. It's so good. I'm going to. That's on my list. I need to. I was saying that I wanted to like rewatch it. And then what did I turn on? The Walking Dead for the That's one fourth or I fifth time. <laughs> so I'm currently watching it right now. Is the, is the series over yet? Um, ah, I think they might be making one more, but the last season that was out like on actual TV, I haven't watched because I don't have cable. Uh, so I'm like hoping that as I'm watching it for the fourth or fifth time, I've lost track that by the time I'm done with that, it will just magically be back on the TV. You know, you can buy season or rent seasons on your Am- on your Amazon Fire Stick, right? Yeah, but that costs money. Yeah, and it's, I it's, could just wait and watch it for free. Yeah, <laughs> if it's The Walking Dead, they're probably going to charge you like twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean, I yes, I've looked into that for certain shows, but at the end of the day, I just don't want to do that. I think Sam and I rented Yellowstone, and that's as far as that got for one season. But that was it because we caught up. The fifth season. Fifth. The. F- Next season, the is fifth season month, yeah. is coming out. Yeah, I'm so excited. Did we you do. see the? Did you see the trailer for it? Uh, my sister sent it to me, and I was busy, and I forgot. So I need to go back and watch oh, it. Oh, I sent it to Sam, and he was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, I'm excited for John to be in office. He's gonna be the governor. He's gonna be a super fucking corrupt governor. But it's so hard because you know this fucking family sucks. I know, but at the same time, you're rooting for them. Yeah, I love them all. But you know, and Rip is like such a bad guy, and he's killed so many people. But like, who cares? Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, we love him. We love Rip, <laughs> but he's such a fucking bad guy. He's like a little teddy bear. Okay, so I was actually, <laughs> how many times can I say I saw a TikTok about this? But um, so I saw a TikTok, and it was talking about how, like, why there aren't more serial killers. As there used to be. And this video specifically said that since abortion was legalized. So essentially like the unfit parents who shouldn't be having kids. So like the people that might be abusive or neglectful, mm-hmm. etc. They started getting abortions because it was legal. And so now our generations aren't having as many serial killers so this TikTok was talking about how, like, it, it'll be interesting that since, like, you know, Roe has been overturned, if we'll, like, in 15 plus years start to have more serial killers around. So there's, like, a lot. I've, I've actually seen a lot of things, and that is 
even on Crime Junkies, they talked about that too. Oh, did they? So it's actually like a factor of a lot of things. So abortion is one that's like super important to, I'm glad we're talking about this because when you have an unfit home with a child, we're talking about a whole bunch of emotional damage. Mm -hmm. So like now that Roe is back overturned, we are going to see a lot of in the next 15 years, probably some really sad stories, especially of mothers doing really horrible things to their kids. Right. Again. Well, I, I think that's like a lot of it, like where it's like the mommy issues for guys when they start to become serial killers. Yeah. But also, too, serial killers were really big in, like, the 60s and 70s, okay? Like, I don't know why in the 70s there were so many serial killers that were blossoming. I would love to know, like, maybe it was just because dads were gone in the war when they were growing up in, like, Vietnam. I don't know. All I know is now we also, too, have the technology to catch a serial killer before right. their next Like, the DNA and stuff. Yeah. But I was also exist. I was gonna say I was also kind of thinking like, do we have less serial killers or are they just getting away with it? Like I know our technology is better, but it's like we have shows like how to get away with murder. Like we really know that like everything that they could essentially could like use against you like DNA, fingerprints, stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, there's like 280. There's like 200 and something known serial killers that are on the loose right now in America. Oh, God. That's just that. in America. Hold on. Let me double check. Because I actually Googled this not too long ago when I got really got into um, like crime, crime junkies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's still there's still like a whole bunch of serial killers that are on the loose. But a serial killer, I think, is if you've killed three or more. Yeah. And it's within a certain time frame. Oh, is it? But, okay. you know, you're still a serial killer if you killed like three or four, three or more people. But because, you know, if you go to a mall and you shoot up a whole bunch of people, you're not a serial killer. You're, it's like a mass shooter. Yeah. So there's like different like whatever. But yeah, I, ever since I became a crime junkie person too, the amount of police officers that point evidence towards a husband just because that's convenient for mm -hmm. them because it's quote always the husband unquote yeah that's sickening too i was i don't know if you listened to my solo podcast but i was just talking about how like cops will just like frame someone and make it work because of the adnan like syed case like that's why i was talking mm -hmm. about it like they just made the evidence work for them and here we are 23 years later he's out of jail yeah I know. And that's, I mean, Netflix did that one show about the kid with the backpack. Um, I don't remember who did it. And I, I, it just, there's so many instances like this. And I was actually listening to a crime junkie podcast where the police officers did point at the husband and he came back and he years later saying like this, you know, it got proven and then he got released out of jail too. So it's just like that. But yeah, it, the amount of, let's look the other way or let's not do our jobs, which reminds me that there's a show that I wanted to recommend to you that I think you would love. It has Steve Carell. I don't know if you know who that is or not. He's in the, the office. patient. 
the patient. Okay, I haven't watched it yet, so don't give anything I won't, away. But you will love it. It's very frustrating. It's, though. it's week to week, so I'm like trying to wait until they're all out so I can binge it because love that for you. I hate when it's week to week. Like yeah. I just wish, you know, Game of Thrones had all of the episodes out. You know, I'm watching Handmaid's Tale, like the fourth season right now, and that's week to week. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise is week to week, which that's on Monday and Tuesday nights. I am going to be consumed. So. Yeah. Um, I right now I'm like obsessed with Below Deck. Have you ever heard of that show? I have, but I've never watched it. You should you because you're skinny. You should quit the quit your job right now and go be a, a stewardess. OK, these people make. <laughs> Like eighty to ninety thousand dollars a year, and work four to five months out of the year on contract on a fucking yacht. They just like they do serve charters. drinks. Yeah. So, um, well, they do more than that. Like they, because it's like you're doing everything that you would on a hotel, but for a yacht. So, like oh. individual parties. So, like, um, the parties can be anywhere between eight to two people. So, like, you're you and a small gr- group. So, like, on the season I'm watching right now, it's a crew of six plus the captain and so they have three deckhands the first mate the second mate and then um just the third deckhand and then they have your chief stew which is like your head waitress and then you have your second stew and your third stew and what the stews do is all like the like folding cleaning laundry all of that stuff the deckhands they do all the boat maneuvering because you know when you drive a yacht like it takes a lot of people someone has to be driving it 24 7 yeah so yeah. You know me. I love being on the water. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and these people are like just in the Mediterranean living their lives. You just have to be able to like go up and down stairs gracefully. I can do that. Yeah. And smile. <laughs> I don't know how gracefully do. like there's not. And like the these people. So when you're in between charters, there's usually two or three days before charters and the captain and you and your crew, you guys just get ready and just have fun at night. So hmm. you guys go right now they're i'm watching mediterranean and so they're in croatia greece how um, old are these people because i'm 30 i feel like i would be too old it ranges i would say like 30 to 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 mid 20s so like around that time i'm almost so. I'm almost at the age i know <laughs> too old <laughs> I know, but it's just, it's, it's so good. I, I, at least watch it. It's the trash TV that everyone needs in their life. It's all I watch anymore is just trash TV. Like I love a mama's boy, 90 day fiance. I all actually like, I like ba- the bachelor franchise is the only like trash TV that I really watch. Like everything else is like actual like shows like series and stuff yeah i mean i never was like this until recently like and i love hallmark movies Ugh, i hate them i love them like it is the worst i my mom and my sister they are obsessed with it and so they know if i'm like because like a lot of times we'll go have sunday dinner at my mom's Mm -hmm. and then we'll watch like a, a movie or a tv show after we eat and they know that when I'm not there, that's when they have to watch their homework movies because when I'm there, they have to save like a normal movie for me. God, I love Hallmark. I think you just haven't watched the best ones. Yet. Oh, I've watched them because my family makes me do it. <laughs> Is it like all Hallmark, Hallmark movies at- or just okay. like the Christmas ones? Uh, All of them. Number one, I can tell you within the first five minutes what's going to happen. Yeah. 
That's Every so time. True. It's so predictable. It is so predictable. And it's always like a damsel in distress who loses her job or loses a husband or whatever it is. She goes back to her hometown and then there's this handyman that helps her and gets her tree for her and helps decorate and they fall in love. Trash. It's all trash. Not to mention terrible acting. Yeah. It's I love awful. It. I love it. It's like all of your like could had almost been b-listers but then drop down to c-listers yes and then like the mute like i think like music and production and directing like is such like a a part of it like and i feel like they're really lacking in the music department (laughs) it's either like the corniest background music or there's no music and then that just like makes it really dry and you can really hone in on how terrible the acting is yeah i wonder why that is but you know hallmark is like making a, a change last year they had um was it last year or the year before they had an LGBTQ, like they had, it was a Hallmark movie about two dudes. I mean, I think that's good, but it's still probably a terrible movie. Like, <laughs> no, I know. Oh, no, we, no, we no, probably no. could have figured it out in the first five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It just absolutely. wasn't the classic, the man and the woman. It's man on men. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're switching it up a little bit. This is also a new thing. I became a Hallmark person. When I became a reality TV person, I think probably within you're like going downhill. Years. I know it's like <laughs> I, it start. I know what's gotten into you. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I guess the metamorphosis of who I'm going to be as like what mom I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm gonna be that mom that just sits at home with popcorn and watches Hallmark movies. Why would you do that when you could turn on any other show? Like you have Netflix, Hulu. I think it's HBO. The, like you could just rewatch a, a better show. I think it's because like it's happiness and it's simplicity and it's like, I don't know, everything that is not reality. Exactly. And it just gives us false hope that when we return home on Christmas break, that we will meet the love of our lives and live happily ever after. It's never going to happen. Just like Rhaenyra marrying her uncle, that never happens blood of my blood (laughs) okay so we do have a bomb that we are gonna drop this week um so last week i wasn't here because i was sick but also too i think there's just been a lot you know going on with my life that we have come to a conclusion that i am bowing out of the oak girls pod for the time being, um, it's actually indefinitely not the time being. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So don't lead them on. <laughs> indefinitely. Um, I, you know, everyone that listens to this, I appreciate all of you. Um, I thank you all. I thank you all for all of your kind words. You know, going into this, Abby, I don't know. Did you know what to expect? I didn't know what to expect at all. No, it was definitely an adventure. It was for sure. And like we had this idea of what the podcast was going to be. And I think not neither of us like expected what the outcome would be or what the work would be or what anything would be. And I just don't think that it's for me guys. I think that there's a lot of things, you know, we've heard your feedbacks. We appreciate it. There's just, I think better people out here out there for the job and not to mention Abby is really good. So like, (laughs) thank you. And you you said you didn't know what the future holds for the podcast. So, yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. Um, so I 100% want to continue to try doing it. 
So listeners, I'll definitely keep you updated on what that looks like. So whether it's, well, the name will definitely, like a rebranding will have to happen just because I'm one girl now. (laughs) Can't be the Ope girls. (laughs) So I'll keep you updated on that. But I don't know if like I can just update the name and keep the actual subscribers or if like eventually you'll have to subscribe to a different podcast. So um, that's what I plan on doing this week. And I'll definitely keep you updated. I have some ideas about like different segments. Like, um, so I know last episode it was just me talking and like it was, I don't know, like I was excited to do it just to see if I could because for the longest time I was like, no, I can't just talk for 40 some minutes by myself Mm -hmm. and I proved myself wrong. (laughs) I actually talked for longer than that and cut some stuff out, but, (laughs) um, Yeah, I definitely think like I'll want to have people on. I already have like been talking with a couple people as far as like different segments to do to keep it fun um, and keep kind of keep it on brand. There's there's an idea that I have that I'm going to keep hush hush until I drop it. But yeah, so I guess listeners don't see this as like an ending. See this as a beginning to something new. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, Nikki, obviously I'll have, I I really want to keep going. And so like, obviously you're welcome to join me on any future episode if you want to just be like a guest host. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so guys, I think that this is a really great opportunity. If you are a diehard Oak girl, definitely like reach out with your, with your feedback. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell Abby what you want to see. Tell us what you like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast, what you liked about me, what you didn't like about me, you know, like <laughs> let, let's grow. Let's, let's see this, this thing morph to what this metamorphosis for Abby. This, yeah. you know, this could be the greatest decision well, that I have ever made for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I I have some ideas up my sleeve. I mean, I've been like, it's been nice because I've been trying to like figure out how to promote and do it, you know, like get on TikTok and promote it that way while also like just making content in general. And so I'm like trying to decide, should I start recording them now? Because like clips and clickbait and stuff really work. So I'm just trying to like figure that piece out as well because I think that might be critical. Um, But, you know, I mean, this shit takes time. Like I I put a lot of effort and time into it, like, you know, after working hours because I do have an actual job. Yes. (laughs) And so, I mean, you know, when we were kind of talking about coming to this decision, like your heart just wasn't as much into it as mine was, which is like totally okay. Like I Mm -hmm. would never want to force anyone into doing something that they didn't want to do. I would imagine that our listeners see that. I mean, everyone knows like that's you posting on the Instagram. Yeah. You're the one doing the TikToks, you know, like people know. Right. I mean, I, I mean, even people mistakenly thought that you did something that (laughs) you didn't do. And it was really me. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, I feel like the listeners know and our our people know who's who's the backbone of the Oak Girls. Right. Well, and like I just truly believe like and like this is I'm not trying to like put you down or anything by any means, but like I I truly believe that like what energy you put into this world is what you get back. And so like 
if you weren't putting your whole heart into it, like how could the listeners get behind that in a sense? You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm, I'm glad we had the conversation. I'm glad we kind of, you know, came to this decision. Is it scary to like do it on my own? For sure. Like I love like our banter. A lot of people say they love our chemistry. Um, so I don't know. I mean, do people really want to fucking hear me talk just by myself? Probably not. So I will definitely try to get as many people to guest host as possible. So with that being said, if you are a listener of the podcast <laughs> and you want to come on, uh, let me know if, you know, if I'm friends with you, let me know if there's a topic that you want to discuss. If you're a stranger, um, we might have to have more conversations around that, but (laughs) I, um, I think I want to like interview guys. That's this is my little tease. There's a couple men that just like, I have in the back of my head that I am going to reach out to one. I've already been in one that I've already been in contact with and I have some questions for these people and I, it's just really going to be on brand for me. I think, I think that's going to be great. And I'm kind of excited to, to, to foresee this, like come to fruition. (laughs) I think that that is going to be great. And I think that if anything, like it's just going to grow from here or if you rebrand or if you start over or whatever, no matter what you have, the ambition, you have the, the thoughts and fuck strangers guys send voice memos you yeah. don't have to even come do you guys know how easy a voice memo is to take and then send listen i didn't do voice memos until i met until abby and i got really close <laughs> and then like the voice memo started and i'll never end with them yeah. everyone knows every single one knows me that knows that when i don't text and drive so it's just you so much easier driving, i'm 100 voice memoing you or i'm calling you yes i would rather send a voice memo get to the point versus like send a whole paragraph because then the other person has to read the paragraph and you have to leave out details because you don't want it to be a fucking book it's just so much easier yeah and if you're like me where like your brain is constantly throwing like different noodles at you different strands of thoughts and you're like a double to triple to quadruple yeah texter voice memo is great because people actually fucking know like your, your thought process without you having to be that annoying ass friend. So <laughs> the only thing that I don't recommend, which I'm so bad at is voice memoing while you're drunk. Um, 10 out of 10 don't recommend. It's really cringy in the morning. Like I've never like said anything that's like too bad or too embarrassing. It's just, looks like, why that didn't first of all you can hear it in my voice that I'm drinking and it's like two in the morning I should just be going to bed it's so it's so cringy so 10 out of 10 don't recommend that but uh when you're sober definitely recommend yeah and you guys like seriously we we're still keeping up our our well Abby Abby is still keeping up the um email and the twitter and the instagram for now so if you guys want to know what the next step is for the Oak Girls pod, follow that. And yep. if you want to email us, like, guys, this is so important, especially going forward. We need the interaction, you know? Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, I I can keep things anonymous, but I would love, like, especially since it's going to be, like, just me, like, if there's a week where I can't find someone to come over, schedules just are confusing, like, 
I would love to read like other people's Ope stories or just like a crazy, like, I mean, in my opinion, Ope stories are like your crazy stories. Like send me your stories. I'll read it like on the pod. I'll do my own reactions to it. Um, that, I mean, for me personally, I would love if you, y'all could send me that and I can just storm away for a rainy day. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you also have any recommendations of what you want to want to see for me, like I'm, I'm definitely all ears. Yeah. And if you guys like, I don't know, want to add me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, feel free. I just don't know if I'm going to accept it or not. And if I do, it might be like 10 years down the road because I'm not even, I don't even really know how to check my notifications on Instagram because every time I do, I feel like there's so much that it's overwhelming (laughs) that it's like, I just kind of ignore them sometimes, but you guys can totally add me. Maybe I'll take my stuff off private. Who knows? I feel like (laughs) you finally do it once you see, once you end the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) who knows? But yeah, I, I, I mean, this is just, it was, it was not an easy decision. It wasn't even like, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit and like going forward, but I think that again, like just coming to a realization that this isn't for me and Abby has been nothing but supportive about it. And so here it is the end of the Ope girls with an S we're breaking up. (laughs) You know what though? It's been a fun five months, everyone. (laughs) I really appreciate you all. Thanks for listening to my crazy stories. Um, I do have an Ope story for this week. Abby, is there anything you want to add before we run into that? No, I think you just need to give us one really good last Ope story. So for my Ope story this week, I'm going to like take y'all back to like non-confrontational Nikki. So, you know, I have never been confrontational. It was really bad in high school, though. Like I could not handle confrontation at all. Well, I had this like friend that we ended up our parents just kind of broke us up. They were like, we don't like either of you together. We her parents thought I was the bad influence. My parents thought she was the the bad influence. Yeah. In reality, she was definitely the bad influence. Um, But so like after our friendship ended, we had still classes together. We only had gym together, thankfully. But while we were in gym, our gym class was with younger classmen. So we were juniors and like who freshmen and sophomores usually took gym, right? Is that how it worked? Yeah. Cause you only had to take like two semesters of it. So I think a I lot they of still people kept the same grade. What? I thought they still kept the same grades together. Hmm. So it was just whatever you chose. And so like I, in our, in our gym class, it was mostly sophomore and freshman. And there was this like super insecure freshman. She was just, you could tell she was nerdy. She had secondhand clothes, like super insecure. And she was going to serve the volleyball. And so every time she went. Oh God, I hated went, volleyball. Yeah. So every time she went to go serve the volleyball, she would say what the score was. And this girl, so my ex-friend, every time she would announce the score, she would go ask like or say what? Or something mean every what? time. Every single time. It made everyone uncomfortable. Every single person uncomfortable. Now, I am not confrontational, but I also don't stand for bullying. Yeah. So finally, after like the fourth or fifth time, because she did it the first time she served, and then the game went on, and then she came did back. Did this girl the say round. anything? 
No, she was just an insecure little freshman. And this girl was known, the girl that I'm talking about, my ex-friend, she was known for being mean. Yeah. I mean, she was mean. Um, hence why I don't even know how we became friends in the first place. We just had same common interests as far as we were both seeing girls. Um, so eventually I got tired of the things that she was saying. And I finally was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> shut up. I'm tired of hearing this. Shut up. And she got into my face and she's like, what are you going to do about it? And I like pushed her and I was like, back up. And she slapped me. And the next thing I know, she's on the floor crying. I have a handful of her hair and th- like I blacked out and I have like her hair literally in my hand. I have her weave. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> yeah. And then I have like some guys that were upperclassmen as well that I've known since elementary school, beautiful men that wore eyeliner, um, holding <laughs> me back. And like, did you punch her? Yeah. I beat the shit out of her. After that mess, I walk into the the lunchroom. So I'm allowed to go to the lunchroom, but I'm 20 minutes late. I get a fucking standing ovation. Shut up. At sea lunch. Yes. So I walk into the lunchroom and people are literally clapping for me. And then I go and I sit down and then she comes in. She finally comes in late. People start throwing their Swedish meatballs at her. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. No shit. But you must be super, like, extremely hated for that to happen. Yeah, that's, I mean, if that's not a fucking look in the, look in the mirror there, babe, like, you need to take a hard, hard, hard look. Like, I can't even imagine. So what happened was she went and told her friends what happened. You know, word got around. Yeah. And eventually it reached the superintendent. And so he called me and her to the office the next day. So, like, I think I made it to first period, like the end Did of you tell period. your parents what happened? Yeah, my mom knew. Okay. Because, you know, I didn't know. I would always tell them myself. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I mean, I could very well go to juvenile at any time. Were you worried? I could go to juvie. Yeah. Yeah. I was very actually worried. I was like, Mom, I might go to juvie. This is what the situation was. And keep in mind, my mom knows who this girl is. Yeah. And she knows like what happened. And she's like, no way in her mind. She she was like, well, I don't even know if I should punish you because the story is legit. You were doing the right thing just in a bad way. So like, yeah, I mean, I don't agree with the violent part, but no. Yeah. That's exactly. So my mom was like, you know, I'm going to make you clean with me. So I had to clean like the three days that I was suspended, but <laughs> Oh, well, I totally fast forward there. So the next day, the superintendent called us down. He said, listen, this is what happened. Since it's the next day, we can't send you to juvie. Like, we're not going to do that. What happened, it, what happens is you guys have to both fill out a police report. And then we're going to evaluate. And, like, sat me down and they were like, okay, your guys' story is literally identical. Meaning I beat the shit out of her. <laughs> and they were like. So this is what we've decided to do because you are not in the wrong. Even the police officer, the, he's like, you handled it very poorly, but you you were in the right heart. And I was like, I don't even remember really like it all just went crazy. Yeah. And so she was suspended for one day. I was suspended for three days. Damn. Yeah. But I only had to clean one of those three days. <laughs> so I just had like two two days suspension and, and it was out of school suspension. So like I don't even know what what Homestead's in school suspension suspension is like. I went to de- detention once. Detention once. 
And then I was suspended for three days. It's so crazy because, like, I think back, like, think of, like, which I don't know if you felt this way, but in my head, whenever I would get yelled at in high school, it was, like, the end of the world. And now if you think about it, it's, like, who the fuck cares that you got it, like, suspended in high school? That's not following you around still as an adult. Like, remember when we thought a permanent record was a real thing? Yes. I had to explain to Sam, like, not even a month ago that that wasn't real. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, like, your permanent record is your felonies. But I don't have anything. Like, no one knows. None of my employers are going to know that I beat a 16-year-old girl up. No. Like, one time I was 20 years old and, like, a cop realized I was drinking, okay? So I was kind of, like, interrogated by them. This guy pulls out, like, you know, like, back in the day, like, when you used to play, like, detective or something, and you'd have, like, these little notebooks? Mm-hmm. He pulled out his little notebook and wrote down my name, my first and last name, and, like, maybe my date of birth. And, like, because he got a, a call that, like someone got a DUI, so he had to like go deal with that, and like I was like chump change at that at that point. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "I don't want to see you drinking around here again." We're we're like, I thought my name was for sure going in a database. I'm like, "There's no fucking way my name is going in a database." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, you wrote it in your handy dandy notebook. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, you know, but our listeners don't know. I actually watched Sam get arrested one time. Yeah, that was awful that would be scary just so you guys know sam didn't get arrested he got unarrested so like they let him go they didn't take him to jail they let him go only because i had a fucking panic attack and begged them to let him go yeah that's what i call white privilege (laughs) no shit because they were like sam was like screaming at the cops like he was not going quietly yeah he was being belligerent but they felt so bad for me like i I was in Minnesota. My, I had no cell service. I didn't know where his mom lived. I didn't even know her last name at the time. Yeah. Like, they have two different last names. That's for sure white privilege. Like, if he was, like, being insane, oh, damn. Yeah. but that, That's mean, all I'm going to say. I mean, all it is is because I cried. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning in to the last official episode of the Ope Girls podcast with Abby and Nikki. I will keep you updated on future plans, what happens. Hopefully it can just be an easy transition. But if not, I hope you follow me over to whichever name I pick for my future podcast. Still TBD on that one. Um, but you know, I mean, still follow the Instagram account. Like that will be easily transitioned over and you can follow me at Abby McCarvel and then, uh, follow the Ope Girl, <laughs> follow Ope Girls podcast. Woo! No, Jesus. It's Ope, Ope Girls, Girls pod. Oh.